We're speaking with Mr. Uh, Jimmy Page. Hello there. Mr. Page uh, has been, I know, been responsible for and I guess supervising the re uh, the remastering of so much of the uh, Led Zeppelin catalog. As you were coming up as a studio musician, obviously you were paying attention to the way they were miking the drums and, and, and recording the guitars, et cetera, et cetera. That really had to be helpful when you started recording albums with Led Zeppelin, I assume. No, you're absolutely correct. You know, I was just session man for you know way over three years and i and, and i was very interested in home recording anyway thanks to les paul <laughs> but um uh yeah yeah there was lots of things that i'd heard on records that i was very keen to find out how things were done and uh i, I would ask the engineers you know if they had a if they had a little spare moment i was just a hired hand in those days but i paid a lot of attention to how things were done because I was very interested in it. Now, prior to Led Zeppelin, you mentioned you were a, a session musician. Um, uh, you played on all kinds of records. Uh, any particular favorites that uh, come to mind when you think about your days as a young kid in the in the sessions? Goldfinger. Are you kidding me? No. <gasps> uh, oh. See, they, I've got... You God, know. Shirley Bassey, Goldfinger. We play that on the <laughs> air all the time, Mr. Page. I'm not kidding. That's one of Tom's favorites. I think that's one yeah. of the greatest vocal recordings of all time. How she didn't yeah. blow up the mic, I'll never know. Yeah. Well, she did collapse after the first take. Is that she right? She came out and did one take. Yeah, but we could talk about that for ages, and I could talk about all the the pop records I was on, but the reality was, you know, yeah, I was a really, really accepted studio musician. Wow. What, let's, so let's, getting back to the contemporary versions of the Led Zeppelin catalog that you have remastered, yeah. can you yeah. can you talk about the BBC sessions? And, and was some of this stuff, were you hearing it for the first time in a, quite a long time, or did you always have the tapes? Uh, I didn't. Ha- I didn't really have the the tapes as such. However, I had worked on uh, um, a two CD release back in uh, about twenty years ago. Now, what I'd like to say to you about the BBC sessions is that for Led Zeppelin, like in nineteen sixty eight, when we come over there in the December of nineteen sixty eight, that um, that the radio over there for the, or at least where I was designing the Led Zeppelin album to go was on underground radio, which was FM, which right. was stereo, and which was getting to the point of playing whole sides of records. And so I, I, I knew what that meant, you know, for the whole of the States, this whole situation of this this great sort of sonic radio and where you could have long, longer tracks and you're not confined to something which is going to be three minutes. And um, that's basically where I was sort of aiming. But over here in England, we didn't have the FM radio like that. It was it was AM, equivalent of AM radio, just pop music. And there were these few little slots in the BBC where you could go in and play live and uh, the way that we would approach it in the uh, going into these these recordings because it was short a short time that you were allotted for the for the recordings we'd go in there and be fearless and and the whole attitude of the band just comes screaming at you out the speakers you know for this new band and that's what we wanted we really wanted it to sort of grab people by the throat you know if they listen to the to the uh, broadcast. And they still do. We're talking with Mr. Jimmy Page of Led Zeppelin, who has been uh, remastering the Led Zeppelin catalog and the uh, the brand new Rhino Records release of the complete BBC sessions. What I always love about these recordings, Jimmy, is um, sometimes in the BBC stuff you'll hear these announcers that sound completely out of touch 
with a little bit. And now the sounds of the Led, <laughs> the Led Zeppelin, and then yeah. you guys just come in and just kick up, just kick, kick it all up, and it's amazing. How much did you guys actually get nervous when you did these, or were you so well rehearsed and so and so? Uh, I guess uh, had been played so long, you were okay with it. Well, by the time by the time we do the first. Uh, recording, which is the 3rd of March, 1969. By then, we already, you know, in the States, we had our album out. We'd already played uh, in California, uh, the Whiskey A Go-Go, and then we played, we'd played um, we, um, in San Francisco. And we had a number of nights in a row there, and somehow, right from that point, the, 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 the news of what this new band was about just traveled like wildfire. And I guess across the radio waves, you know, from radio station to radio station. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, you know, by the time we were, we were sort of February and March, we, we, we were really, the audiences were really, really flooding in to see us. And that was all as a result of uh, word of mouth uh, and, and also the, the, the airwaves. So really, it's America that really, really broke the band. But in, in record speed, I don't think anybody's ever done uh, has ever been able to do that. I don't think they have, really. Yeah. Uh, we're speaking with Jimmy Page. You're in England. We happen to be in the state of Indiana. I don't, oh, yeah. know, if, I don't know if you remember this, but um, uh, a friend of mine has a photograph of you on a very small stage in Indiana, and I think you're playing bass with the Yardbirds in August of 66. Yeah, it's the first tour. Yeah, uh, wow. Yeah, because I, I joined replacing the the. the I was at a gig when the bass player sort of decided to to call it quits and they had shows coming up, one of them being the Marquee Club. And I'm sure you've heard of the sure. Marquee Club in London. That was a big prestige date in the day. And uh, I said, well, I'll, well, I'll play bass because they didn't know what they were going to do. And Jeff and I had spoken about doing some guitar, like twin guitars and things like that in the band. And... Uh, all of a sudden, like this opportunity sort of arises to actually be in the Yardbirds, and yeah, I, I, I was playing the bass, but there, there was some numbers where I did guitar as well, and I may well have played the bow at that point wow. as well. And Chris Dreyer, the rhythm player, would have played the bass. Okay. Mm -hmm. Once again, we're speaking with Jimmy Page, and, and now have you completed all of the uh, of the remastering now of the entire Zeppelin catalog? Well, it's a studio catalogue I have. Yeah, all of the albums from uh, Led Zeppelin 1 through to uh, mm -hmm. Coda, I've done all of that. So, you know, that's pretty substantial because that doubled the amount of uh, information that was out there from the original catalogue, if you like, with all the, you know, the ex different versions of things and all the rest of it. I mean, that was a really substantial sort of odyssey of work. You know, it's quite an epic to do that. So that was all the studio material. Sure. Yeah, I mean that's been presented very well and and uh, yeah, superbly well. But with the BBC thing, at two CDs before now, there's three CDs because there's all this extra material mm -hmm. and uh, and it gives a complete picture, which is, as I say, it's exactly what I always want to do, not just a part of the picture. Mr. Page, thank you so much. It's hey, been, it's a, been a real pleasure. Yes, yes thank sir. you very much. For us yes. too. Bye there. Thanks. Bye bye.